When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. What do you think about? You think about money? You think about Pharaoh? You think about the number one wrestling show in Long Island? That's what Tommy Wildfire Rich thinks about. So, ladies and gentlemen, is a good friend of mine on Georgia Championship Wrestling said to me one time, he said, ladies and gentlemen, don't miss it. Be there. Yeah, baby. All right, welcome to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. 
Produced out of Indie Music TV here in Ronkonkoma, Long Island. This is Monty and the Pharaoh. At the board is our super producer, Matty Ice. Matty, how are you, friend? Doing great as always. We missed you immensely. Immensely? Immensely. There you go. To the right. Is the star of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow? Jimmy, why do you always look to the right when I say to the right? Because you say star of the show. I want to know when he get when he gets in here. I'd like to say hi to him. Oh, you mean me? Did, you, did you miss me? Yeah, I don't even know where I am right now. Is it? Do, have we been here before? It uh, feels. I'm, I'm forgetting. I feel like we've been gone a it's long been a while. time. So if anyone didn't know, uh, <laughs> after our show with Good Money please. Inc. Uh, the old man over here, Monty, caught the <laughs> coronavirus and was put out for about hey. two weeks or so. Thank God I didn't have any symptoms. I yeah. went through it yeah. smoothly, but we had to cancel the uh, Vampiro interview. Yeah. Yep, yep. And the important thing is, is you're okay, but boy, that was bizarre. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, we made it. We made it. We're right? Good. We're good. We're good. Well done. You survived. I survived. And I wasn't even worried. I, I figured the Monty result would come in, so... Well, good. I, I did take the pink uh, stuff while I was in the military. The so pink stuff. Yeah. What was the pink stuff? Well, you wanted to ten second story. Sure, I didn't. This start, is a, wait, this is a sounds, true story. Sounds interesting. The Legitimately pink stuff. true story. Make you see things. The pink stuff. So, get to the military. Okay. Before we go to basic training. Yeah. They had lines of people, you know, to get checked by doctors and things like that. Okay. Yeah. They pulled me and another gentleman. Into a studio like this. This like, is a true story. Like this. And it had two spotlights, black. They open up a case, and there's a glowing pink liquid. This is a true what story. The hell? They made us drink it, yeah. and then they shot it into our arms. What was it? I have no idea. I After that, what? I've never been really sick a day in my life except for... A massive heart attack, but I don't know. I guess they didn't protect against that. Well, what the uh, Jeff out there says pep Pepto. No, it wasn't Pepto, okay. Jeff. Cool 802s, thank you. I'm glad I'm okay, too. What's very, up, very scary, my friend. Hey, um, good Lord. But we're glad to be back yeah. and be back with a vengeance. There you go. So while All I was right. incapacitated, I just not. I, I worked from home. Right. I watched a lot of TV, dude, <laughs> and I got to tell you. <laughs> I wa what is this? I saw a documentary called Life According to Sam. What, Darnold from the Jets? No. Because that's a tragedy. Darnold, go Sam Darnold. Go on. So it's about it's what? about a, a family this? son who has this rare and fatal disease called progeria. Oh. The average age of death for progeria is 19, uh, 13 years old. 13. There's no treatment, no cure, and Dr. Leslie Gordon and Dr. Burns are set on changing this. It's a documentary when it's uh, this young guy, Sam, 16 years old. Okay. Uh, and it, it, it's about about a year of his life. Dude, I was crying like a baby, dude. He stretched it to 16 at this point? I thought that he, passed at, uh, he passed at 17 years old. Wow. And Boy, you really watch uplifting program when you're at home trying to overcome. Well, I got to tell you. This is what you watched? But this is not a Hold, hold, hold. Oh, it's yeah. not about just being uplifting. Here's a guy. Bro, I cried like a baby. It actually says that here, folks, right here. Okay, it's about a guy. Chris Patty, the owner of uh, Indie Music, we're glad to be back. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, this guy knows he has a kid has a death sentence, and boy, did he look at life oh, boy. with such beautiful eye uh, it was it was amazing is this Farrow. like a brian song kind of thing almost yeah because that movie will make anybody cry who might have a pulse that movie's rough brian piccolo brian song from the bears when the, that guy passed away he was dying yeah, but the, the dude was an nfl player i mean he got to live his life he got married he, he had lived children 20 something and died but, but he had a whole family this young kid all right, why well, is growing into an old man at way, two years old? He looks like an old man at two years old. Wow, that's not what. Yeah, it's called this progeria. It's is, like, it's it's like oh so. There's God, a protein before his time. Right? Wow, yes, that's messed up. You got to watch it, dude. That is messed Jeff up. Jeff Rumplick out there says I look thinner than you. Look at that. I'm, I guess I'm looking skinnier than you I right now. Don't think that that's the case. I mean, you look thinner, but thinner than the Pharaoh? No. Stop. So, in more news, uh, Mar uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene says Maxine Waters incited riots calling for her expulsion <laughs> from Congress. Greene accused the Democrat of inciting riots in Minnesota while pointing out that Waters represents California's 43rd congressional district. 
Thoughts on that? I know you're a big fan of uh, yeah. Maxine I, Waters. Uh, you know what? I'm not a fan of anybody who's a leader who talks that way. Inciting riots is not cool. I don't care what side you're on. I don't care who you root for. I don't care. That is poor, poor, poor leadership. That's some scary crap, and I don't care what side you're on. I don't want my leaders talking like that. Do you? Seriously. No. No, I don't. Seriously. I think it's an embarrassment. You've got to be kidding me. I think know? it's an embarrassment, and I think... You've got to be kidding well, me. Well, I'm going to be quite and it honest. it goes both ways. I've seen this behavior on But the that's a problem. Now it's, til- it's tilting one way where right. it's acceptable for one side to demand the heads that's me- that's while media. the other side can't. And, you know, if anyone wants to weigh in there. That's media. And don't tell me it's not because the media is definitely 70-30, basically, with their opinions. Probably higher at this point and climbing as to which way they go. Well, if it doesn't get worse, you know. LeBron James posted and deleted a tweet saying, you're next about the police officer who fatally shot... Maya K. Bryant. LeBron James deleted tweet saying, you're next about the police officer who fatally shot Maya K. Bryant. 16-year-old Bryant was shot four times by Officer Nicholas Reardon of Columbus, Ohio on Tuesday. Mm. James's tweet appeared to be a reference to the conviction of Derek Chavon of the murder of George Floyd, which, Mm. first, you want to weigh in on... uh, Mr. Siobhan, I think I'm saying it right, uh, about his... Uh, uh, the police officer involved yep. in the uh, Floyd situation? Yes. Well, I mean, one way or the other... Look, I do agree with the verdict. I do believe that he should be held accountable for the death of that person. However, threatening a riot before a decision has been made judicially and being allowed to go public and having the media spread it and all these other things, that's... That is... That's... Bullying and 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 threatening. It might as well be a Tony Soprano move. Well, what do you feel about LeBron you know? James? I strongly suggest that this decision goes the right way because after all, you've got a family to feed. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, you're basically it's very violent talk. I thought it was actually very very plainly worded too. It's funny how when the last president was in the White House, he was never even that plain with his language, and he was murdered for his suggestiveness and that. Understandably so in certain do you, cases. Do you think? But my God, it's got to be both ways. Isn't there anybody in the middle who realizes that both sides are extremely insane with what's going on right now and something in the middle has to pull it back to sanity? This is insane. We can't have our leaders acting like this on either side. Now I'm going to get my pressure up. This is wrong. But, and they have to be but called wait a out. You can't Would, do this. But, but let me ask you something. But a, they're doing a, it. An athlete right. like LeBron James. Yeah. Going to Twitter, right? Right. He's he's got this, uh, you know. Again, a billion followers. Yep. Without yep. even understanding or knowing the story. Why do you think he pulled it down? He pulled it down because somebody actually had the brains to tell him, "Hey, dude, you you, you ever hear that old thing? You know, uh, innocent until proven guilty. There's there's got to be a trial. You can't talk this way. Well, it, in case you have that, to let things play themselves out. You can't do this. In case anyone and on top doesn't of it, know." Reardon's body. Who cares what you think? Reardon's body camera footage played at a Wednesday news conference showed him approaching the driveway of the residence where a group of girls were fighting. The footage showed Bryant right. lunging at another female with a knife seconds before the police that arrived. That sounds peaceful. I don't know what police are supposed to do anymore, and I haven't seen the video, so I guess I'm not entitled to say shit, according to some people, but... I don't even know why you would want to be a police officer anymore. I'm not sure why you would want to be, you know. I actually heard something really insane coming out of somebody else. They may have been from the BLM movement where they said that knife fights are perfectly normal amongst teenagers. Hold on, I just want and, to... and police should just stay out of it and let them handle it themselves. Is that how you want your kids to handle each other in the neighborhood? Joe, that... Joe what is going on here? Joe Shipley says LeBron James should be in jail. 802 Blue says, damn, you right. from Cleveland or something? <laughs> GJ says, Prove, proves that they actually don't care about lies loss. They just get more attention and and not. Yeah, well, they're, they're definitely, you know what's, and hey, if people don't like this, I'm sorry. And Joe Simpson says, but, oh boy, I'm scared. And he should be scared. It's getting crazy. We all but, should be scared. But I actually resent how they're using George Floyd, the man himself. They're using him as a prop for their own violent see-through agenda and it's see-through it really is and it doesn't matter what side you come from any rational person should be able to tell that a movement like the blm is dangerous Mm. 
They're dangerous, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That stuff is dangerous. There's some really dangerous people there, okay? Some of them might be good-hearted people, but you cannot have this kind of talk from leadership from any movement of any kind, much less our Congress, our elected officials, in su suggesting violence. When, and look, I know that you're, you know, you lean more towards Republican, and in some ways I do too. Sure. But we were both when when the when it happened with the Capitol, we were not happy with that. We were not happy with the suggestiveness of it. We don't think that Trump was an angel in the least in any of that. We called him out for such said things. So mm -hmm. we are being fair. All right. I don't. If you're a lunatic and you're gonna and you're gonna push a violent agenda, you should not be one of our elected officials. They're supposed to keep us together and sane and safe. We can't have this kind of behavior. Someone in the middle has got to come up. I don't know where you're going to come from. I don't know who you are yet. But someone's got to come and save this country and bring us back to sanity. Because the extremes on both sides are killing us. Okay? That's the Farrell's political point of view. I'm sorry, guys. That's how I feel about it. That's that. Well, we'd like and LeBron to James shut up. And by the way, another reason he took it down the you're next, he got a call, he got a call from Goldberg. Well, that's what one of the and fans said. And he was like, said. excuse he said me. He thought he was Goldberg for a second. There you go. There you go. Because yeah, Goldberg was going to go over and spear him. Isn't it who's next? What? No. You're next. You're next. You're next. Well, it's who's next. But I Goldberg likes to next. look at the camera and go, you're next, when he names this next guy. Roman Reigns, you're next. So there you go. You know? Reardon. Reardon. You're next. I don't know. LeBron James had to pull that down because I'm sure he was told there's a thing called a process. And, uh, you know, you can't, you can't do this. How about to have some social conscience, too, and let the law be the Please, law. Please, we? Anyway, our, we'd Please. like to thank the band that sings the theme song for Monty and the Farrell, Wisteria Hall, our own Jimmy Farrell, along with his partner, Bart Griggs, make up the band, Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as our theme song, Riding High, In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind. Here comes the rains, and you can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. So go over there, give them a little like, give them a little subscription, Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. Oh, and by the way, while you were, you know, locked away for a little while watching a lot of television, this left uh, Bart and I with uh, less work to do on the show. So we started watching a little classic uh, Godzilla stuff, and uh, Bart's going to get his official... Godzilla card in the mail. He saw War of the Gargantuas today. Okay. One of our favorites as a kid. Yep. You know, your thoughts on the uh, days of rubber suits compared to CGI real fast? Uh, you know, it's kind of like watching some old school matches. I love them in my memory. Sure. But when oh, I watch no, them again, I go, what the <laughs> fuck am <laughs> I watching oh, right now? No. Oh, I dropped an F-bomb. <laughs> but <laughs> if you want to talk about War of the Gargantuans, on, I will tell you wonderful wonderful memories yeah. from that movie yeah and we were talking over dinner about social conscious and it's two enemies basically black and white i guess if in this case green the, and brown the, right, the brown one was good fighting and the green one was evil and fighting right. leads to and they nothing were brothers and fighting leads to nothing and, but death yeah because in the end they yeah, both die yeah they both became they uh, kill each other yeah they both became a uh, pea soup yeah very interesting yeah. if you didn't notice you're watching long island's number one pro wrestler broadcast monty and farrell only seen here out of indie music tv you can watch us on the monty and farrell youtube page our facebook live page hear us on iHeartRadio, spotify anchor you can watch us on twitch tv the monty and farrell page. We're also on New York Cable Channel 115 every Tuesday from 7 to 7.30. And for early risers, Saturday 6 a.m. to 6.30. Mm. And for our late night dwellers on yeah. Channel 20 from 2 a.m. to 2.30. I think I got that time yeah. right. Well, we're going to get to wrestling. We'll be right back after this commercial break with our tribute to the ninth wonder of the world, China. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. <laughs> oh, what's up, Mike? Hey, Jimmy, what's going on? Yeah, not that much. You know, Jimmy, I love this country. Oh. I love to buy Made in America material. And I love to buy my artwork at TAG, T-A-A-G, Made in America, 14 East Broadway, Port Jefferson, New York, 
1-800-911-1717. The shop at the corner. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Indie Music TV in Long Island, New York. Before we get to China, you know, we had a little gap between seeing each other. We missed a lot of stuff. One of the main things is WrestleMania. Thoughts on WrestleMania? You want to weigh in? Tell me what you thought. Were you happy? Were you sad? What are your thoughts? Solid. Solid show. Two nights. I thought night one was better than night two. Uh, but solid overall. Good matches. Um, just a good, a, a, nice to see, you know, people in the crowd. Um Interesting booking decision, Cesaro over Seth Rollins. I thought that was interesting. Right. Uh, you know, they say that they don't give you, they don't give the fans what they want, but uh, you know, I see plenty of exceptions in this case. Um, Roman Reigns, I loved. I loved what they did with Roman Reigns. Were you surprised that he squashed them in such convincing fashion with a double pin? That was very interesting. Was I surprised? Yes. Did I think it was the right thing to do? Yes. I think so. I mean, how much mileage were they planning on getting out of Edge anyway? You know, I don't know what their game plan overall is for Edge, but, uh, you know, I've heard Daniel Bryan is already thinking, like, that might have been his last... He may he may just retire soon. It, it, it's smelling like that. And that's okay, I guess, you know. He's still got enough left in the tank, though. I don't know what would make him want to... He just main-evented at WrestleMania. What's he so down about? Well, you know. Sounds like he's burnt out. I don't know. Thoughts on Lashley? Lashley uh, dominated. Um, that was good. I I thought the overall car was good. Sheamus, how about Sheamus winning the title? Were you surprised? No, I think it was interesting. Met. I don't think there was a ton Vince of. I don't think there was a. Yeah, Vince I love Sheamus. I think there was a ton of uh, not a ton of surprises. I thought it was good. I thought it was a pretty solid show overall. But my expectations were low. You know that helps sometimes when you're really not expecting much, and then it turns out to be decent. It was decent. Yeah. It was decent. That's pretty much it. They have nothing to be ashamed of. Solid. All right. Well, let's get to the uh, subject on hand. Yeah. Uh, last I Saturday, we were going to do the <laughs> Vampiro show. Yeah. And before yeah. we had set up a complete uh, like video for China because right. it was five years of her passing. Hmm. Um, let's have at it. Let's talk about Joni Laurel, Lawler, Laura, Laurie, and uh, let's talk about China. China, man. Uh... Well, and I was thinking about this before we came in. When it comes to China, she's in such rarefied air. The more and more I think about what she was and who she was to the business and the ground she broke. Outside of Fabulous Moolah, and I would say Trish, Stratus, and Lita, there are, there's nobody else that even deserves to be on, in, in, in some ways on the, the level of impact that she had in this business. She had tremendous impact. I always took her so seriously. And then I was thinking about this, too. In the, of all the members of DX, despite the obvious fact that Triple H and Sean were the battery and they were the two biggest members, I actually, in my mind, put China above every single other member. China had that much impact to me as a viewer. I took China as, like, I guess if you had to put them in a pecking order of attraction... Sure, the New Age Outlaws were great when they were separate and they were their tag team, but when DX was all standing in that ring, I felt like, of course, it's Triple H and Sean, but there's China. And China's star, to me, as a viewer, shone greater than Road Dogg, shone greater than Billy Gunn during mm. that time period. And I'm not disrespecting any X-Pac. I'm not disrespecting any of them. They were all great. That's why they're all in the Hall of Fame together. But China was such a magnet... For the viewer, I, I always was fascinated watching her. I would never turn her off when she was on the screen. I thought she was great. I thought she could beat my ass. That always helps. Sure. I thought she could beat my ass. I, I thought that she could take out half the locker room. You know, she broke ground. She was the first intercontinental champion and the only one, I believe, to this day that was a woman. She held it twice. I think they tried to take away her co-holding with Chris uh, on the record book so we can write Vince another letter that he'll throw in the garbage. I think I think they were. They, I think they saw her. Not sure. One. That's a tricky I mean, one. You might some yeah, conflicting things about that. Okay. You know? Uh, she was also in the Royal Rumble, for God's sakes. You know, the first, first woman to participate in the Royal Rumble. And who wouldn't believe she could have come in and tossed guys out left and right? She was also the first woman in King of the Ring tournament. She had individual wins over Triple H, over Kurt Angle, over Chris Jericho, and over Jeff Jarrett. My God, you know? Uh, 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 
an incredible legacy. Uh, and from what we hear, you know, a, a very nice person. And it breaks my heart because I never, I never met her. I think she would have definitely come on this show. Oh, without I a doubt. Definitely think we would have had her on this show. Oh, absolutely. And she was very real and very sensitive. And I can relate to that because you know I'm a little bit sensitive too. Absolutely. You know, there's no secret there. You know. How did you feel Triple H did her? You know oh, what I mean by that. If everybody I, knows, I, they know the story that they were dating, and then they he were went dating, off with Stephanie, and right? And they found Stephanie. Of sure. course, they found each other. You know what? I'm going to answer this as real as I can. I wasn't there, okay? And it's easy to say that, but that's the facts, guys. We all try to surmise, like, you know, recently A-Rod and his other famous half have broken up, and everybody's got an opinion. How can you even have an opinion? You don't know these people, right. you know? So I like to think of it this way. It was never going to turn out okay for Joni in that situation, one way or the other. Okay, I don't think that Triple H had a game plan written out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna seduce the boss's daughter, and 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 we're gonna run off, and I'm gonna get the company, and I'm gonna. I don't think that's how any of this happened. I think that circumstances happened, and they started falling for each other, and there was the complicated issue of Joni, and you knew that one way or the other, especially once those two were together, Triple H and Steph, that Joni couldn't continue working there, nor would she want to. So I don't know what went on behind but the scenes. But do you scenes. think that led to her downfall? Like I the don't drug think it helped her. She's a very sensitive person. and She had worked hard to get... Well, she was trained by Killer Kowalski. She, she, and she loved Triple H. She loved him. So it must have been horrible for her. And no, I don't think it helped her at all. But do I condemn Triple H for being a bad human being? No! I don't know what his feelings were during all of that. He fell out of love what with somebody, right? What if he legitimately... And, and, yeah. and, and Joni had issues with with pills and stuff and that continued to happen after they broke up and everything like that so it's hard to See, say this is what i find hard to believe uh, you know though. it's heartbreaking one way or the other but i ain't judging any of them Every, but everybody knows that triple h is pretty straight and narrow didn't mess around with drugs so i have to believe i, I don't know i don't know well, what well from you know, from what everything i've read be, okay right, he's not known to so be i have to believe that, that he would not have stood to be around someone that was getting high. So my worry, again, not Triple H's fault. A lot of his friends, though, did it, and you didn't see him uh, stopping them. Yeah, but you're in a you're in a romantic relationship with yeah. someone, and you're yeah. watching them do that. It's a little oh, different, Oh, no, I right? understand what you mean by that. No, I understand. All I I'm understand. saying it was is... a difficult situation. You know, you know I'm very pro-WWE. Of course. I really maybe had wished, when this went down and she was having such a hard time with it, maybe they could have done something different to help her. Try do something you know and it, it's also heartbreaking that she, that she passes away and then they put her in the hall of fame and say nice things about her why does this always happen why should this have to happen you know 802 said she was the first woman to wrestle in japan against guys there you go. There you go. Uh, yep, she went over there in 2002, approximately. That's true. Dan Crusader says China got on the cover twice. Of Playboy? Yeah. Yes. So here's a tricky one for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And let me ask you this. Go ahead. When it first, when it first came out. What? The, the, the Playboy. The first one? Yes. Okay. And we even talked about One Night in China also, Dur right? Yeah. Okay, go on. Now that she's passed, is yeah. it impossible to even look at those things anymore? Not that I'm going to watch One Night in China, but... You know, some some Playboy magazines I would look uh, at. But I, don't, I don't see why you would. You I, know, I wouldn't. I mean, That's what I'm saying. I could not even imagine. You know, I, I wouldn't feel right. Did we look at it when you came out at the time? Of said, course. Damn right we did. Damn straight. And she looked fantastic. She looked great. She get, when, by the way, when did she get credit for that? You know, I mean, she comes in as the muscle of the X and then poses for Playboy. Boy, talk about uh, without a doubt. You no, know, I mean, did you see the list of TV shows she was on too over the years? She was like made appearances. On oh, absolutely! Wow, wow. You know, so when I put her in the room with Moolah, or I put her in the room with what Trish and Lita did to change the in-ring ability of women and, and take the respect barrier a whole nother level up, China is one of the absolute greats. You know, in the women's division alone. But you know what? Overall. She's greater than most of the guys as far as her it factor, period. Maria Davis, welcome back. I, I see that you had surgery on hey, your hey. thumb. I hope all is on well. That looks what it looks like. Oh. And that is, I'm glad you're back, and I'm glad you're doing well. So later on, before China becomes the first intercontinental champion, she claims when she won the belt from Jeff Jarrett that Jarrett demanded $300,000 from Vince McMahon in order to lose the title cleanly to a woman. Mm. His contract 
had expired on October 16th, and mm. he was therefore not contractually obligated to p- appear at the pay-per-view. If he had not appeared, the WWF would have been criticized for false advertising. Thoughts on that? You know what I think? I think to myself sometimes, don't you think it's a miracle that Jarrett was put in the Hall of Fame with all the different times he has screwed Vince McMahon? It's really good How point. the hell does Jeff Jarrett even get in the Hall wow, of Fame? Wow, great point. Holding up the freaking match for $300,000. Where's the indie marks to scream about that injustice? Yeah. He didn't want to lose to a woman. Oh, my God. Well, you, you could kind of understand that, No, I though. can't. No, Why? I can't. Not when it's China. No, I can't. Look, I'm, you know what? For a guy who's supposed to be so old school, I'm reasonable. If China walks in the room, I, my money's on China versus me. You had Ken Patera on that couch say the Intercontinental... Ken Patera benched five fifty. But hold on. Of course he's going to snap... Quoted on this show that the Intercontinental title was ruined when the day China won that belt. I understand where Mr. Patera is coming from. I understand that. But again, I have to tell you, okay, who do you think you would take more seriously? Let's let's use a wrestler from today, who I actually have a lot of respect for. Go ahead. Sami Zayn walks into the ring. China walks into the ring. The two of them have a stare down. Who do you think is walking out of the ring with black eyes? Sami Zayn. Okay. He's walking out of the ring with black eyes. Fair enough. <laughs> That's how I see that, you know? But I guess I'm an equal opportunity ass kicker. I don't care what's what's going on downstairs. If you're, you know, you know? I mean, China was, oh my God. I don't know. James China was legit and yeah. sexy. No doubt. Yeah. That's why we're talking about her now. Yeah. Huge influence on the industry. Absolutely. Huge oh influence God. on the industry. Absolutely. Do you remember when she came out on TNA, uh, right? Yeah. And she just came walking out? Yeah. I was so excited. She disappeared yeah. literally right yeah. after that, yeah. if you remember that. But you, know, you know what's sad? Go Oddly on. enough, the two biggest females of the Attitude Era, the ones who sold the most, right? the most, Sable and China, both are pretty much banned from memory by, mm. by the company. When yeah. you think about it, I yeah. mean, China just got in through the back door with DX, but, uh, you know, Sable, too. Sable's on the, on the curse word list. And those were the two biggest female stars of that particular time period, in my opinion. You know, Fair who enough. was bigger than Sable? Sable's no, huge. Not much. Oh, my God. How about you remember when Cat was with the, was the, was, <laughs> the was like mini China? How awesome was that, dude? Oh, the Cat. The Cat just brought Jerry Lawler nothing but headaches, man. Oh, that's a bad memory. You want to weigh in on Jericho being co-champion with China? I loved all of that stuff. And see, that's the, that's the brilliance, by the way, in the team player that Chris Jericho is. Here's Jeff Jarrett. Give me $300,000. Here's Chris Jericho going, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. You know, this is the guy who wanted to put Goldberg over. You know? Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho gets it. He gets it. Well, let me get... You know, the that's a really legitimate point. fantastic. Chris Jericho gets it to this day. That's why when I still turn on AEW, I'm turning it on to watch him. Because he's great. Right. He's one of my favorites ever. Right. Ever! He's the best. Right. He gets the business. And that program with China was awesome. Just like Eddie got the business too. Eddie's stuff with China, Mamacita, oh my God. When you think about how entertaining, how funny, and how entertaining Eddie and China were together, it almost makes me want to cry because there's nothing like that today. Mm. If we could just have a few of those kinds of talents on, on pro, wouldn't it make the show just fly by with talent like that? And I wonder how much of that they were allowed to improv. I wonder how much Eddie was allowed to improv with China. You know, or how much was I mean, everybody understands that's clearly probably the biggest issue with wrestling nowadays. And, you know, I, I shared with you while mm-hmm. I was uh, away mm-hmm. that uh, I, you know, as a WWE guy, I'm in fear of AEW because they're going that route where mm-hmm. they're letting the talent, mm-hmm. you know, do their thing. Not too much, right. but letting them do their thing. I thought that you would be calling me immediately last night when your hero in AEW actually got to get a little physical with Sting Luchasaurus well I'll leave I'll, I'll do you one better your on buddy Luchasaurus pissed Sting off I'll do you one better what I thought that Jungle Boy match yeah was off the hook. Dude, Jungle Boy can go. Darby uh, Allen, Jungle Boy Darby was off the hook. Uh, not, no surprise. No, no, but no, I mean... No surprise. I was, I was the, like, the this is a great ability, match. The, that's because the physical ability of those two guys is top. Is top. You know? 
But but as you're watching it, where was the old mic going? These guys are two surfers. That's fun. Great point. Where, where did that go? I How kept that... on trying to drift into that. Like, okay, but they're but all they're small guys. But I was like, but they were that good. They're fl- how fluid they That's were. Cool. I'm like, That's it cool. reminded me of Dynamite Kid. Okay. Tiger Mask. Sure. Okay, I uh, listen, that. I'm not comparing it to that can, match, okay? No, but, I can, but, I understand but it had that fluid listen, feel to it. I don't know how many people out there have even seen this match. I'm, I'm sure some of you have, but the greatest thing I ever saw as far as a physical contest was the hour match. I think it was the third match between Omega and Okada over in Japan. I am telling you, that's like watching a movie, that 60-minute encounter. You will be exhausted by the end of that, and that's why Kenny Omega is what he is, and Okada... That's Japan's secret. That's America's loss. Well, Cotter is one of the best. Here's the biggest thing, though, Farrow, that got me involved in that. Yeah. I'm invested in Jungle Boy. I'm invested in Jungle Luchasaurus. Boy. Jungle Boy can go. I like both those wrestlers. Luchasaurus is and a big And I don't like Darby Allen. Right. So on both ends, right. does, AEW's does, got Does Darby Allen, like, is he pulling a little bit of, like, a punk popularity, like a CM Punk a popularity? Because when I look at him, I go to myself, what, what is it about him? There's something that's working there. He's not the biggest guy. You used to say this about punk, mm-hmm. you know? I think punk's quite a bit bigger. Quite a bit him, bigger. You know, it's funny how they're getting smaller, but their their, their pushes are getting bigger. Well, it's you know weird. what? Uh, you, you know what? They're... In my opinion, there wasn't a Wednesday night war. I'll say that straight. But I will right. tell you, in my opinion now, there's a raw war going on because right. AEW, yeah, you're talking raw at 1.8 and AEW at 1.4. Mm-hmm. It's becoming a battle. And, per- and-, and personally, I like AEW more right now than raw, and that's disappointing for me. But I, you got to stay, like stay home with the oh, team. You got to stay home with the team, bro. That's not the issue. You got to stay home with the team. The issue is, is is that you know the show. I'm enjoying AEW more than raw right now, but I still like SmackDown. Quite a bit, so so we lost Chi- we lost China on April twentieth, two thousand sixteen. Mm. Laura was found dead at her home mm. in Redondo Beach, California. She was only forty six years old. No good. Final words. No good. Uh, I wish that she someone would have helped her, or or I'm sure people tried. I'm sure people tried. I've heard Vince Russo, you know, really heartbroken over her. You know, obviously certain people tried and cared about her very much. You know, I know X-Pac did care about her, despite their, you know, they had some problems. But at the end of the day, I guess nobody could save Joni from herself. I mean, sometimes this just happens, you know. It wouldn't, I wish there was somebody to tell her how great she was and how much of an impact she had and that she had done so many positive things and she's put smiles on so many faces. And yeah, sometimes they just don't want to hear it. Some people just don't want to hear it, you know. And uh, we lost a great one. Well, when I married... You know, when I first married my wife, we got a dog, and we named the dog China. Nice. So that is, to me, is what someone meant to, to me right. as a wrestler. Right. And honestly, as a human being. Right. To this day, um, I remain a fan of China, and I, I wish that her demise was in that case. Oh. 802 Blues, before we go to commercial break, Raw is the worst wrestling show I watch. It's rough. Yeah. I'm going to say no, sir. What? That is not the case. In really? Monty's case, what? no. You like Raw more than AEW it's right better now? than Impact. Oh, it's better than Impact. Okay, well, you know. And honestly, Raw's not that bad. Say. Is it great? No. It's, no, it's not. It's no. not great. No. Is it no. better than AEW Wednesday night? I don't think Absolutely so. not. I, I don't but, think so. but I will tell you, I think SmackDown is lights above every one I, of the shows I'm out there. I'm enjoying SmackDown. It's being well written. Be, and they have to. They're, they're dealing with Fox. You know? All right, we'll be right back after this commercial break. You need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence. Collision Specialists. 631-261-6420. That's 631-261-6420. Auto Excellence. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. And Nitro's Garage, for all your automotive needs, call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack. 
All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the only seen here at Vindy Music TV. Before we get to our next subject, Farrell, uh, mm-hmm. our one of our sponsors, TAG, T-A-G-G, is having a special event on May 23rd where he'll, they will be teaming up, we're calling it TAG Team, <laughs> with Mr. USA <laughs> Tony Atlas. And Hall of Famer, Mr. USA, Tony Atlas, along with UWF superstar Sonny Beach on May 23rd from 1 to 4 at 14 East Broadway in Port Jefferson Station. Um, they, they, they created a painting, a one-of-a-kind painting, created by a New York artist who works spans from Beverly Hills to East Hampton. It's valued at $3,500. Look at you with the whistle. Yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't know I could. It's wow. a one-of-a-kind paint- painting. It's perfect for your man cave and while you watch the WWE superstars perform. 100% of the raffle money of this painting is going to Tunnels to Towers. Tony Atlas will also be so- signing his amazing artwork. He'll also be signing limited edition prints and along with Sunny Breach. So, again, if you don't live in New York, you can actually still buy that raffle and that one kind and bid on it, right? Nice, and nice. Uh, and get this once once of a life chance. And if you live in New York, come on down on May twenty third from twelve to four at fourteen East Broad- Broadway in Port Jefferson, New York. Nice, huh? I think I'm gonna try to get that auction. What do you think? I think you better check with Mrs. M. She'll be like. Uh how much is that painting, Mike? <laughs> no, well, no, you, but it's worth thirty-five hundred. Oh but you buy God. a raffle ticket for like ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's worth Dude, a shot. That, that painting is insane. It is insane. I totally agree. It. I love it. It's worth every penny. Well, Ronda Rousey's pregnant, so that goes that one. <laughs> what do you mean there goes that one? Well, what, we, she ain't coming back. Hoping, what are you hoping to be the next? You know, come here, Ronda. Help me, Ronda. Help. Well, help I'm going to be quite Rhonda. honest with you. Her husband looks like dog shit. Yeah, so I wish I could have gotten. What are you doing? Come on, I'll fight him. Let's no, do it. No, I wouldn't even fight Ronda. What are you talking about? Ronda would smoke us. What are you talking about? There's no way. No, See, but once again, equal opportunity. I don't care what's going on downstairs. Ronda, me, ding, ding, fight over. Somebody scrape me up. It's all over with. And I don't feel bad that I lost to her. And that's the way it goes. And you're not so upset she's pregnant? She's not going to be coming back? You know what? Dude, look at her husband, man. Come on, really? Let me tell you something. Stop. They really could use I better Ronda look at Rousey. that guy, and I ain't good looking. The company could use Ronda Rousey, man. They, they really could. Oh, that one's over. I know. She hates fans. She hates wrestling fans. Well, after last week's uh, release. Like, Screw you guys, you assholes. You booed me. Fuck off. I could kick all of your asses. F you. Wrestling and you so say I'm sensitive. Ronda was like the first time they booed Ronda. She was Live. So wrestling. Like, what the fuck? It was so great with her, man. It was. No, she was excellent. She was excellent. Well, after realism. after all like the it. releases last week, the big news revealed Chelsea what Green revealed that every Monday night she would sit in front of Vince's office looking to speak to him, <laughs> and that he had a no smoking side, but yeah, a sign. He, but he hates cigarettes, right? But but coffee and pen- pencils were allowed. This is your big news. That's the big news from the release that coffees and pencils are allowed. I thought you were going to let me talk about Tucker. Go ahead. Because I, I've always thought that Tucker was a steaming pile of, of nothingness. And when they put him with Otis, I said, remember when I said when they did the turn? And, and I said, get a good look at Tucker, because you'll never see him again. Otis is on his way. Bye-bye, Tucker. Tucker's gone. Wait Tuck, a minute. Hold Tucker's on. bitching and complaining. He's, he's calling Vince the, the old man, the senseless old man. Tucker, you sucked. And you're gone because you suck. All right, wait a minute. Hold on, fans. I'm I just want to—I want to tell everybody out there. Here's, I'm going to tell you Tucker a quick little. Was terrible. I'm going to tell you a little quick story. No, no. Me and the Pharaoh about six years ago, maybe yeah. it was six years ago, five years ago. I lost track. We went uh, to some indie show. Oh no! Oh no! And yeah. the uh, the name of the indie—it was an Evolve event. I could no, care it less. Evolve. It was Evolve. No, no, no. It wasn't Evolve. Yes, it was. What well, was that? It was Evolve. God, it was know. a co-promotion between Evolve oh, and but FT- we left before the Evolve, Evolve event. The Evolve event. But McIntyre, Drew McIntyre came out and I right. said, "This guy sucks." And you go, "He's going to come back to the WWE and I be did. big news." I did. And I said, "Yes, I did." Pfft. Right? You laughed at him. He's right. two feet from so us, and I'm. I don't maybe we go stuff. to an indie show this year, and who's going to come out is Tucker. And you're going to, um, and you're going to go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And I'm going to go. No, he's going to come back. Comparing Tucker. To Drew McIntyre? Why not? Because you didn't see the magic in Drew McIntyre. I knew that that was a main event guy. 
He was two feet away from us. It was so obvious. He looked like, like a main event guy to me. Yes, he did. He totally did. All these other fat, out of shape guys wearing sweater vests were coming out and rustling. And then this guy walks out there looking like Thor. What are you talking well, about? Well, he was not built then. He, he looked co- like compared to everyone else on that car. Yeah, but well, co- oh, oh yeah, my God, it's an indie show. It's pajama man. Here he comes. Oh my God. Where did you escape from? Walmart. Horrible. Horrible. The, the, you know, that, by the way, what about that indie show we went to at the water where I tried to jump in, in the water. to the water, yeah. and you were like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is the worst show ever. I'm jumping in the water. That was horrible. And then that guy's foot got caught on the ropes. Ah! And he was crying. And his girlfriend's yelling at him. I told you not to wrestle. That was the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. And we never went to another indie show again. Ever! And we never will. No. Ever again. No, no. I don't so want to the see guy, Man the guy, washcloth. Face. The guy gets caught in the ropes, Horrible. falls, shatters his leg. Yeah. He's screaming in pain, and his girlfriend's yelling at him, at him. I told you not to be an independent. Yeah, wrestler. I told you that this This is a true story. Yeah, like with a fist over him, like some sort of internet, and he's crying like internet a baby. keyboard asshole pushing a bad movie. That's what she was like. I told you not to. I told you not Let to wrestle. This. Let me ask what? you this. That indie show, or having to sit in front and watch 350 Days, which one are you going to choose? I'm jumping in the water. <laughs> I'm going right in the water. Can I take coffee in my pencil? Let me ask something. Do you think Can three, I take my coffee in my pencil? Let me ask you. Do you think 350 Days is the worst wrestling documentary in the history of wrestling documentaries? You know when, you know when, I'm asking fans out you, there. Have you guys seen 350 Days? Tell us what you think. What are you doing? I want to know. You know, you, know when the, the I stu- know. you know when the Stooges had Curly? Yes. And then they had Shemp, and you were like, all right, all right, I'll deal with it. And then they had Joe. Right. Well, I guess we've just hit Joe level. If okay. that's what you're asking. I got it. Oh, stop that. I'll give you such a pinch. No, thanks. Don't give me a pinch. You know? Well, I want to see what everybody thinks of 350 days. Okay. All right. Anyway, your dreams are shattered. Yeah. CM Punk potentially returning to pro wrestling. I thought this 42-year-old veteran... Has completely shut down the thought of wrestling again. He has managed to stay away for seven years. Right. Punk once again was asked but thought about returning in a sports uh, illustrated interview. He wrote he said, I don't need the money and the way the business is now, it's wacky. You've got a WWE has multi billion dollar television deals and the television is awful awful. <laughs> if I go back, I'll just be another guy. Yeah. Punk's a wise man. He's right. Why would he go back right now? What's he gonna do? Go save Monday Night Raw? Oh, Russell Campbell says 350 days sucks. Oh, really? That's what he says. Okay, so we have... We have we've the, Ding! There's, there's one. one. There's one. Wait a minute. How do you feel about the 350? Maria Davis says she didn't see it. All right, Maria, please watch it. That's your homework for this weekend. I thought you liked Maria Davis. <laughs> what are you I doing do like her? her. Be careful, Maria. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, see you on Punk. <laughs> see you on Punk, man. I, like I said, I think he's, I think he's smart. I think that he would only come back if it was something that was interesting and that would be entertaining and that would make sense. Uh, he has spoken about that the only thing that makes sense, and I agree with him, if he did come back, and you know what? He's been honest about it. He goes, look, there's only one thing everybody wants to see if I did come back. Me and that guy in the front office, Triple H, in the ring, WrestleMania. That's the only thing he can think of. He can't think of anything else that he would serve a purpose to do. You know? So to me... If you bring him back, you better make it count, and it better be a program like that. Right. You know, you don't bring back CM Punk to have a feud with Riddle. You know what I mean? Or to have a feud with Randy. Or to have a feud. You bring him back, and you have this thing with Triple H go down. That's over. I think it happened. Imagine if it would have been at this WrestleMania this year. How do you think that WrestleMania would have done? Would have been great. Thank you. But it's over. He didn't come back. I think. I still think he will. I think it'll be too too irresistible within a year, the next year or two. Too irresistible. He's he's going to do it. Mickey James posted on his social media. She took a picture of all her goods that were returned by the WWE. It was in a garbage bag with a little tag or piece of tape that said Mickey. And okay. she she felt uh, in a, Vince. This is how you sent my you, stuff did back. Did you just say in a garbage bag? In a garbage bag. What did Mickey James do this time? Eight hundred two blue says he was pissed. He spent money on three hundred fifty. Really? <laughs> hey, could you guys do me a favor? Could you type in why? Like, state some reasons. Was it the was it the music? Was it the the flow of the picture? Was it lack of a a gripping script? I mean, what was it? I want to know. Good what question. It was. You know, I'm curious. Could have been the associate because I producer. know that people get up every single day and watch us and want to want to tear want to dissect anyway, us. Back to Mickey James. What? Back to Mickey James. So let us know. 
What? So, yeah, Mickey, go you got fired, and you're upset that they put your stuff in a garbage bag. I would be pretty pissed off. Why Dude, they, why they that's like real life. You get fired from a job, and you leave your and shit in your office. Your what, are they supposed to pack it neatly a, and send it air freight to you? In a garbage bag? Yeah, here you go. No, Here's your shit. Minute, wait a minute. Wait Here's a your minute. shit. See ya. Wait a minute. You're I'm fired. Not, I'm not going to divulge too much, but I just want to let you folks know at home, and I think this is cool. Mr. Monty's office has an awesome... A uh, comic book, life-size comic book thing of Spider-Man. You're going to let them put that in, your, in the garbage? No, if I got fired, I'd pack it up and put it in my car and I'd leave. What if you didn't have time to get over there to do it? And you walk over oh, I'm to, sure. your, when to Mickey the front got... of your office and your Spider-Man thing's in the garbage! I'm sure Mickey couldn't make it to back to wherever she had her stuff. By the way, where did she have her stuff? In Hartford, Connecticut? Well, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. The point is, she's in Florida. Like that's what I'm saying. No, she probably left it in her locker in I'm whatever so the training confused. session is Listen, or whatever. Way or the other. I don't think that's any way to, to let go of oh, Mickey. Dude, that's the way it works. That's Welcome to real world, Mickey James. That's, but that's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Fucking cry, baby. Stop it already. Oh, my God. Yeah, but Mickey's Let me cool. take a picture and put it on social media. I'm upset they put my stuff in a garbage Wait bag. Wait a minute. How do you know Cena wasn't behind that? Hey, let's fuck with it one last time. How do you know? That'd be awesome. I bet you it was. Cena and Vince in the office. You know what would be funny? <laughs> if we took Mickey's stuff and threw it hey, in a garbage Vince. bag. Hey, hey Vince. You know, hey, Vince. Yeah. You, know what, you know what you can't see? What's that, John? Mickey's Mickey James's outfits, because I'm putting them in the garbage bag and sending them. <laughs> ah, you're a riot, John! <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see them acting like We'll be you. right back to discuss the Stone Cold documentary that was on A&E this Sunday. What? Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental. Long Island, New York, 631 900 Dump. Hmm. Elm Logistics. For all your logistic needs, call 631-299-3595. That's 631-299-3595. Elm Global Logistics. Pride, performance, and partnerships. Jeff Quest, graphics design, custom vinyl lettering, and all your art and video needs. 516-317-8204. That's for Jeff Quest, graphic design. <sighs> all right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh, only seen here at Indie Music TV. Before we get to the Stone Cold documentary, I just want to read some comments. 802 Blues on 350 Days. Okay. I knew all the wrestlers in and had seen most of them okay. when I was young. It was built up to be this great doc with real wrestlers, real stories, but it was just dull. Okay. Interesting. Uh, all right. Just logged on, and believe it or not. Oh, wait a minute. Brian Hacker. I love this one. You ready? Go ahead. Just logged on, and believe it or not, I need a dumpster. <laughs> The dumpster for 350 days. Oh my god, really? Dude, the music is terrible in that 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 okay. thing. It's a okay. bunch of shoot interviews combined together. Right. I mean, Monty and Farrow are going to come out with a documentary called 264 Days. <laughs> and we're going to take all our interviews with the wrestlers and we're going to and we're going to have some Wisteria Hall music behind the show. Sure, why not? Why not? Why not? I think it would be interesting. <laughs> more interesting than watching a snail take a dump. By the way, before we talk about the Austin documentary, Russell Campbell goes, I know it's a week after, but is anyone pissed off about the Charlotte Prego debacle? Debacle. So WWE said, hey, your hormones came back or your blood test came back, you're pregnant. Yeah. And then she went and got tested, she wasn't pregnant. Okay. Well, why would I be angry about that? I guess stuff happens in a lab. I don't know. I don't know the details behind it. It's it's they, it, made, it, they made a mistake. There's a lot of false positives. So what does that mean? Was that the reason why Charlotte wasn't at WrestleMania? Uh, one of the reasons, Jeff, yeah, from okay. what I understand. I mean, I guess things happen in the lab. I i don't know. I really don't have much of an answer other than Shit that. happens, man. You know what? So. Nothing's perfect. I love Charlotte's promo. That she did a couple of weeks back, where she was like, "I am the opportunity." Well, You're without just a doubt, a bunch of jealous bitches. No, she's the she. Know? She is. And the by man. the way, she's in that room too already. Oh, the great without Charlotte, a doubt. the great, great, great Charlotte Flair. Amen. She's great. So, Stone A and E put out the Stone Cold documentary. Um, mm -hmm. I know you didn't watch I, I didn't it. Get to see it. Uh, I'll give you my quick it's analysis. Be great. It was 
pretty much the beginning of his career to the end of his career. You mean it didn't have clips of him at the barbecue? You know, just barbecuing or starting his car? Or they did that? Yeah, they had. They showed his cars. Uh, a couple of things I got from the documentary. One, you'll, you'll. I want you to weigh in on this. He flat out said that he made a decision that his wrestling career was more important than his children. Wow. Okay. And that he had a strained relationship because of it. Sure. He said he was an absentee father. Okay. He would come home for two days and sit there and barbecue steaks, drink beer, and talk about wrestling, and, and go leave. back on the road. Right. Mm-hmm. And similar to Flip. Paul Heyman, sounds like in the documentary says the price of greatness. Yeah. Where you have to sacrifice that. Yeah. Selfish. Not for me to say. I refuse. Why? Because I'm not in his position. I I didn't ascertain certain levels of his life. I didn't live his life. I can never blame somebody if they decide to go that way. How can I? How can I do that? I can't. I I don't hold anything. Heyman pretty much said it took balls to choose wrestling over your family. I'm sure it did. I'm sure. And it I did. mean, I understand that's a price of greatness. I get you it. You know how many great musicians have done that too? John John Lennon had a wife when the Beatles made it big. He had just gotten married too, and Brian Epstein was like, "Don't tell anybody." He said to he's like, "Don't let the world know you're married." You know. So John's. John's first marriage was doomed on a business level. From so day let one. me ask you this: Was oh, he going to turn around and walk away from the? You penis? know, okay, but you know I'm a Stone Cold no. fan. Yeah. Then keep your, your your penis in your pants and don't have children. I don't think he knew he was going to become Stone Cold. Oh, so when he was in Stone Cold, it was okay to be the father. I'm not saying that. I'm so then keep your that. penis in your pants. Right. Keep your penis in your pants, or at least be the master of my program, the PP program, pull and pray. Don't you know how to pull and pray? Right. What is wrong with you? I, I, I agree. You should know how to pull, pull and pray. pray. I like it. You don't leave it in there. I like it. The last thing I want to see is another pharaoh. Now we got three P's. Pull, pray, pharaoh. No, I like no, it. No, 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 but I, I, yeah. I legitimately mean that. I mean, his first wife who came up with uh, oh, Jen, Jen, what was her name? The, the, the English girl. But I anybody remembers the name out there, I'm sorry. She comes up with the name. Once he becomes popular, he's on the road. And he dumps her I can't for Deborah McMichael. Yeah. A lot of weaknesses in that guy's game. So what? And it was a great documentary. I, we're, I, we're all weak. I, I get that's it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, oh, here comes Deborah. What did she look like? I don't know what the first one looked like. All of a sudden, Deborah shows up. She was pretty good looking. Oh, you got Jerry Lola. Puppies. I mean, what are we doing? What? You know, I don't know. I can't. Wow. I can't wow. judge him. I can't. I refuse to judge him. I don't know what, you know, his Russell Campbell, was. great comment. We only get one life. Who are we to say what dream we follow and who we yeah. leave behind to follow those dreams? You know, That's a tough one, though. Great point, tough. Russell. But my whole point is don't bring children into, on this planet, then. i tell you what, too. If you also, knew you were going to be this also, great wrestler. Also, one other thing. Coming from the other side of it, coming from the female side of it, the wife who has the child. You know, understand who you're dating. Jeannie, slash, Jeannie Clark. Thank you, Ada, Understand too. who you're dating and who you're eventually marrying. Like, for example, I always found it hilarious that Gene Simmons has been with the same woman for decades, then he eventually did marry her, but she gets mad at him for the road. What? Dude, that's a shtick. Don't, don't, that's but, a shtick. But don't you shtick. know how the guy lives, though? I but mean, that's you a know, shtick. All I'm saying is, shtick or not, they've had plenty of fights, there's been even divorce threats and money and all this other stuff. You know what you're getting into. You know what you're getting into. You know? Did she really think that Stone Cold was going to be like Bob Backlund? Bob Backlund is a stand-up guy. Right. Bob yeah. Backlund stayed with his his love. Right. I think her name was Corky. Yeah. I think. He yeah. stayed with Corky since since day one. That's a great point, Farrell. But that's Bob Backlund. You know? That was the life he chose to live. you got to know who you're living with and who you're dating. Brian Hacker says out there, Charlotte is great, but the plastic surgery has got awful. It's starting to freak it me out. It is out of control, it's Brian. It's starting to freak This me was out. a beautiful woman, yeah, and she is screwing it. herself yeah. up. And you know what's really weird? Because You know what? Because it's these keyboard trolls <sighs> that are making her do this because they're Wait shaming her left okay. and right. I'll it's go, terrible. I'll go with you on all of that. I agree with that. But nobody's making her do it. Why is she doing this to herself? Because, she, because uh, she's... Feeling the pressure. This is someone who wants to be great. Well, she also sees her father probably still getting this stuff to himself done. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. He's still trying to look like he's fifty. And maybe I'm going maybe I'm going too far with this. What? We lost we lost China. Yeah. For probably a multiple amount of reasons of people attacking her for the way she right. looked. I don't think Charlotte's. You want to do that to Charlotte Flair? Think no, about what please. you do out there, people. Oh my God. Anyway, yeah. next Sunday you've got the documentary of Roddy Piper. Excited for that? If I can see it. <laughs> 
I haven't been able to see much lately, but it sounds like it's going to be fantastic. You know, it sounds like it's going to be great. It, judging by what you said about this documentary, A&E does things good, though. I they am always, excited, man. They always did things well, you know. And the music's good. Everything about what they And the do story is good. that they produce is good. And it moves. And it moves. And it doesn't make you want to reach for NyQuil. <laughs> and put your hat on forwards. And hit the table and discuss as you pass out. After these documentaries, dude, they have something. They have something, right? Called WWE's most wanted treasure, dude. I got to tell you, they go to these. They go to these nerd collectors to get this stuff for their museum. Mick Foley is negotiating cheap prices to get his stuff back. Now look, we've dealt with Mick Foley. That guy. We'll take you over the road. We'll take you over the coals, that uh, dude. Okay. And I know you haven't even attempted to bother with the such said such. That motherfucker will rip it's you really? apart. Oh my god, I can't. I remember it was hard enough. But dude, I never, I never thought there were nerds out there to put that shit in, in dude, there. Dude, it's it's unbelievable. Dude, dude, hold on. Foley goes to this guy's house. Yeah. He's got this like mint green, the guy that has Foley's Mr. Socko, right? Okay. He has this mint green like Corvette, and he has this museum, right? Full of museum. artifacts. In Mr. His house. Perfect stuff. Yeah, Macho Man. Unbelievable. Okay. Right? That's nice. All and right. then he works out a deal with Mick Foley that he gives him the sock, but then he's going to have to like hang out with his kids. <laughs> Poor Mick. So he calls his wife, oh, and it must be his ex wife, okay? <laughs> Guess who's here? Mick Foley. Bring the kids over. That's great. The kids look like they haven't had a bath in 10 days. Oh, come on, man. You're killing I'm me. I'm being man. serious. You're killing me. So he's got all his wrestling gear, but feed your kids? No. <laughs> ain't going to pay my album. Ain't going to pay my kids. Why didn't he give them WWE soap? They have soap bars. <laughs> Why didn't he just give them? It's in the museum. It's on the third shelf in his house. Should have just given them the WWE. They could have taken a bath. What? And he doesn't feed them? You have WWE ice cream bars. The kids look like they haven't had a sandwich in 10 days. But he's got everything in the, in the museum. He's got the food. Take a shower. Here's the no, WWE he's not giving soap up the bar. ice cream bars, dude. That's his oh, museum. Those, wait a second. Those ice cream bars aren't open. They're worth a fortune. That's right. Starve, kid. <laughs> Interesting. Very interesting. Daddy's weird. He starts beating them with the belts. You know, like the title belts. Like, setting them over the head. Oh, Dad doesn't use that fold-up chair from the Attitude Era on us again. What? Bang! <laughs> oh my god. Then he goes... Every time he comes home, dun, 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 then the glass crashes Did you know there the were door. only two Mankind shirts ever around? Really? And one guy had it, and he wouldn't give it up. But eventually they, he gives it up because he gets to go see the WWE warehouse, and they make an exchange, and he gets the oh, yeah. Royal Rumble barbed wire bat in exchange. Wow. You know what I want? What? I want the turnbuckle that Pat Patterson kicked off of during the Cobra Clutch Challenge. Wow. I want that. They might have that. Does he have it? How much is it? You would love that, Can you get Foley to buy it for me? (laughs) No? I guess I I should just have a nice day and forget about it? You're killing me. Thanks, Mick. Uh, it's been reported that the WWE lied on its attendance for WrestleMania. The terms of ticket sales were noted that it, night one only drew 20,000 and the night two, two another 20,000, even though they announced it was uh, 25,000. We lied. I knew it! <laughs> All right, last before we cut out. What? I can't stand Bi- Bi- Bianca Bula. Really? Yeah. Well... Someone cut that girl's hair off. Neither can I. I can't stand it. Uh, She is a horrible promo. I will say that. She's an excellent wrestler, but I don't care because she has no it factor to me. Her promos are terrible. My God, I still can't shake that time she was crying. I'd rather watch Stan Laurel cry all day than watch her cry for one minute. I couldn't take that. She has zero it factor. Her promos are horrendous. And this is what Luke gets That's why I love you, man. We always agree on everything. This is what gets to beat Sasha Banks, who actually does have it factor. Well, I don't think it will be long. No, I don't think it will be long either. This is going to fail. Oh, yeah. Before we cut out, I'm sorry. Where are all the internet police? While we were gone, Ivelisse doesn't Ivelisse. know what sparked her release from AEW. Claims Thunder Rosa damaged her position. And uh, my question to you is, where's uh, brand manager Brandy Rose why is he jumping in, saving well, act- to say, you know... Actually, one of her bigger charges was is, is that, uh, you know, the coaching staff didn't treat her well. Uh, she was getting at, you know, she was abused somewhat by the actual trainers. Uh, Eva Lise, who anybody doesn't know, if uh, you ever saw her on Lucha Underground, you'll know what kind of fan uh, I am of Eva Lise. Eva Lise is great. 
And if I was the WWE, I would have grabbed her in a second. Ivelisse is excellent. So the fact that one of the best women wrestlers, in my opinion, on the on the planet was treated this way, and not a single internet, you know, uh, fanboy uh, for the internet uh, indie guys. Don't use that word, fanboy, dude. I hate that. Yeah, I, I know. Hate but, that. But I I've been hearing that. it lately from very obnoxious people. So I just figured I'd throw it back at them. And, uh, you know, well, it's the truth, though. It's very obnoxious, you know. And uh, I'm amazed that none of them have an issue with this. If Vince McMahon did this to one of the women wrestlers, my God, we would never hear the end of this, you know. So now she's basically floating out there, and I hope that Vince gives her a shot. I hope that he gives her a shot. She's a great, great wrestler. I want to remind everybody, this Sunday at 9 a.m., we've got uh, Hands of Stone, Rugged Ronnie Garvin in studio from 9 to 10. Nice. And then back-to-back, we from 10 to 11, we've got the Rock and Roll Express. Guys, get up early. Get your coffee. It's going to be a fun time. We look forward to seeing out there. Get your questions. We want to thank everybody coming back for our return show. We missed you guys for two weeks. If you didn't know it, you're watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty DeFaro. You can catch us on the Monty DeFaro YouTube page, the Monty DeFaro Facebook Live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. Catch us on New York Cable, Channel 115, every Tuesday from 7 to 7.30. And for early risers on Saturday, 6.30 to 7 a.m. And in a few hours from... Channel 20 from 1.30 to 2 a.m. Again, a reminder, Sunday at 9 a.m., Hands of Stone, Ronnie Garvin, along with 10 a.m., the Rockin' Roll Express. Parting words, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. I'd just like to say it's nice to be back, and I'm glad that you're in one piece and healthy. So thank you, God, for that. And uh, thanks to all the fans. It's great to uh, be back in your living rooms and providing you with our weekly madness. So thanks for everybody uh, sticking in and coming back to see us again. And I want a few things for homework for everybody out there. Maria Davis, go get 350 Days. I want your review of that. Okay. All right, don't buy it. It's free on Amazon. Uh. <laughs> you are so bad. Oh, my God, Ram. Russell Cam- Campbell, we missed you. Todd B. Craft, B. Craft, we missed you. We missed 802. We missed you, man. Brian Packer, Rock and Roll Express. We're going to have a great time on Sunday. All right, final final words, Farrow. What did you learn from this week's episode of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast? Your biggest take home. My biggest take home. Wow. It's just good to be back, and it's good to be able to uh, watch something interesting on YouTube again. Because I'm tired of being put to sleep by the same polite interviewers. Over and over. And 802 Blue says his favorite moments was, did you escape from Walmart? Did I? No, just in general. You know what? I actually did this past week. I walked in and the lines were so long, I thought I was there to see Godzilla vs. Kong. I left. Man, you... What? I can't... All right, thanks for joining us. We'll see you Sunday, 9 a.m., Hands of Stone, Rugged Ronnie Garvin, 10 a.m., Rock and Roll Express. See you soon, everybody. Later.